The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Oh, that was a sing talk. I love for it. everybody. I at hope home. we keep that in the edit. <laughs> Welcome to that. So retrograde. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, Elizabeth Cott. I'm your friend Stephanie Sambari. It's a great day in the neighborhood. We literally just looked at each other like, what's next? You guys missed it. No, but you it know what? A- you know, okay, so we record normally in the afternoon. That's really our sweet spot. Yeah. We hit like a 2, 3 p.m. That's when yeah. we both have our second hustle drink. Firing on all cylinders. Yeah, we're just at the top of our game. Yeah. Now it's 5, 10. We're winding down. We're winding down. There was ample parking spaces. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> bright side. You know, when you get older and like very dumb things bring you joy. Everyone's already going home. So there were spaces for us to park. Ample parking is great. like one of the joys of my adulthood. West I never Hollywood. thought I'd be this person. Welcome to the show, guys. We're so happy that you're joining us today. You know, we're continuing the intersection of pop culture and wellness. That's right. That's right. That has always been... A baseline is the premise for that. So retrograde. Our show's like a four-way stop between only two cars. <laughs> <laughs> Lo Bosworth is joining us today. Yeah. You guys know her from Laguna Beach, The Hills. And we're going to talk to her about her creation of Love Wellness. That's right. Which it's really interesting to just pick anyone's brain who is creating a brand in the space, I think. I really related to her because we both share the same vitamin deficiency issue. Methylation That's correct, Elizabeth. I've learned so much. And so I really respect, you know, the quest of having this issue. It's like a very, it is, it makes you tired. It's an annoying thing to have to go through in your body. And then she turned, you know, her eye to developing products that would work for someone who has like an actual condition, which is more than half of the women in America at least have this. So it's cool. She took her pain and she turned it into her purpose, just like Fran Drescher. Her thorn into a rose, some might say. Whatever metaphor you want. After the convo, we're going to go into roses and thorns and we have a listener question. Oh. So let's kick it right over to Lo. Perfect. Joining us today is Lo Bosworth, founder of Love Wellness. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Hi. Hi. We're so excited to meet you. Very impressed with what you've created in the world. Thanks. It is exciting. So I know some listeners might know you from Laguna Beach in the Hills, but we're not talking about that today. We're talking about... We can. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. What Did do you want to know? know? <laughs> it yeah, might in the like, PR package. Maybe like avoid that. And I was like, fine, cool. I'm fine. <laughs> with that. Just chat about it briefly. It's fine. <laughs> but maybe we'll get to that at the end. But what we're really interested in, though, is obviously within the past, like, we'll give it five years, the world of quote unquote wellness, or as we like to call it, the artist formerly known as wellness, has just <laughs> evolved into this massive, massive world that people are paying attention to yeah. in such a amazing way. There's just a different lens on it and a spotlight on it that we've had so much fun getting into and exploring, but someone who's starting a business in that world, Mm -hmm. that is super interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, it's been a really fascinating four years for me. Mm -hmm. I started Love Wellness back in 2016. I guess I started ideating on it in May of that year and then launched the business in October. And I was a one-woman show until 2018, you know, when I was brought in a partner and was able to start hiring people and all these things. But it's been a really interesting growth experience for me, but also just an experience of figuring out who I am and what I want to do with my life and what I'm really good at and passionate about. (laughs) And wellness definitely falls within the things that I am deeply passionate about and care about a lot. When I was younger, I was much more focused on beauty and on skincare. And it was funny, when I was a little kid, I always dreamed of having a makeup line or a nail polish line or something like that. I didn't know at the time that it was, you know, CPG or whatever. (laughs) What is that? Consumer products. Okay. You know, just stuff, You know what I mean? Love stuff. But I was always really interested in the world of beauty. And as I got a little bit older, for me, it really transitioned to wellness because it had to. I was not well in 2015 and 2016. I was in a really terrible relationship. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was at the OBGYN all the time because I like always had infections. And my body was just in a state of constant flux. And it felt like just something was wrong and I couldn't quite pinpoint what it was. And it took me months, months and months and so many different doctors and so many different tests for a doctor to do just a very basic blood test for me to identify that I had really severe vitamin deficiencies. Mm -hmm. And they felt pretty confident that those vitamin deficiencies were driving some of the symptoms that I was experiencing on a day-to-day level because I just felt truly like out of whack. You know what I mean? Like if you're filling up a cup of water and it starts to spill over, that's what I felt like every single day. Like didn't really feel in control of myself. This happened to me too. Yeah, it's very common. Yeah, I had the B Um, deficiencies and I constantly felt like I was dying and leaving my body. exactly. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, so I had really bad vitamin B12 and D deficiencies. And it turns out that I have a gene genetic mutation. Oh my God, which one? It's a MTHR kind of thing. Yeah, so same. Sisters. A few years ago, I was like, there is something wrong with me. Yeah. And it took me a really long time to figure out what that was. And a lot of self exploration and a lot of education and a lot of doctor's visits, right? And through that process, I was at the drugstore constantly and I was like, wow, these women's personal care brands are total bullshit. Yes. Like, wow, I can't absorb anything in here. Yeah, they are missing the mark. Missing the mark. They are totally anti-feminist. All of these products have been invented by men decades ago and are full of chemicals that essentially wreak havoc on a woman's particular ecosystem from mm-hmm. a biological standpoint. And so now it's 2020 and we are sort of starting to reach, I would consider this breakthrough period from an educational standpoint when it comes to women's bodies and how they actually work. You know, everybody kind of knows about your pH balance now and what that is and products that you should be using to take care of it. But before brands like Love Wellness existed, it was all this old school stuff that totally disregarded I mean, we women's biology. scented tampons growing up. Yeah, so <laughs> stuff that is- Like, why do you need a flower smell- and something that you just put yeah, inside of your body. It's time to take a quick break. Her name was Lola. She was a feminine care brand. <laughs> Lola, which is a FEMA-founded company offering a line of organic tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Hello. Thank you for existing, Lola. We've needed you in the space for a long Love time. Love you guys 
so dearly. Jordana and Alexandra, the founders of the company, were on our show about four or so years ago. And it was so interesting. They realized that the transparency around the ingredients that went into tampons and pads, the fragrances, the dyes, was non-existent. Were non-existent. And what was in the existing products were not good for us. So they decided to set out to make 100% natural organic tampon that you can feel good about putting in your body. You're not going to get any weird mystery fibers or any weird chemicals or bleaches. Or And I just love how Lola makes that time of month for us a little bit easier. Yeah. It's a subscription model. It's fully customizable. Mm-hmm. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible and you can change it, skip it, cancel it anytime. So you can choose a combination of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, or wipes, and then you can build a box of 18 tampons or 12 pads. You can mix the types of tampons, and then you can decide, like you said, on how many boxes. So it's totally up to your discretion. We're just obsessed. For so long, we knew about them, tried them, loved them, didn't start the subscription until about two years ago, and I've never looked back. Yeah. It's so wonderful, and I'm prepared now. Yeah. And that's important because I always found myself in a pinch. And you can feel good that you're not putting toxins in arguably the most sensitive part of your body. And we're offering 30% off your first month's subscription with Lola. You visit mylola.com, enter retrograde 30 when you subscribe, and you'll get 30% off your first month's subscription. That's awesome. Go to mylola.com, enter promo code retrograde 30 for 30% off your first month's subscription. And you too, like Elizabeth, will never look back. Now back to the show. I was at the drugstore constantly and I saw a huge opportunity first in women's personal care because we launched those types of products to begin with to really change the message from one that is one of shame and stigma to one that's body positive and where you just feel comfortable purchasing and using products that you might need to take care of some like low grade or chronic symptom. If you have a yeast infection, you shouldn't feel so embarrassed to have to go to the store and buy a suppository and hide it in two CVS bags and then hide it in the back of your bathroom it's that cabinet. Old, it's that old joke. What I think that's in a movie where they're like, Monistat, IL-3, and it's like everyone's worst nightmare. Yeah, it's everyone's worst nightmare, right? And it just turns out that there are better options out there to take care of your body. There are good sources of education now because we have created them. And there's just a sense that like, okay, if I'm having an issue, there's a brand out there that supports me in my endeavor to just need to take care of it and want to take care of it. And like, that's the end of it. You know what I mean? And so we launched with these personal care products and immediately the brand took took off. But like I said, I was doing it by myself and I was just really kind of talking about it on Instagram at the time. And so over the course of the past, I guess we're going on four years now, the business has grown tremendously. You know, I think we're like 15 full-time employees. We have an amazing office in Soho. We have this huge brand relaunch happening. We're in every Ulta. We're launching into so many CVS stores. Like the brand has really grown tremendously and we have so many more products now. It's very exciting, you know, to see it go from just something that I literally started in my living room a couple years ago, picking up the phone and cold calling manufacturers and literally being like, hey, can you make X, Y, Z? And just figuring it out from day one. It's been a ride. (laughs) What was most surprising to you in that process? Honestly, probably the answer that I'm going to give is not the one that you're looking for. But for me, what was most surprising about it is just the fact that I love to build stuff. 
truly. And I've always sort of known that, but I wasn't able to kind of hone in on that as one of my skill sets until I was really working on this business. Because before I had a website, I created content, I had the Lady Lovin' podcast and all of these things. So I've always been good at making stuff, but until you actually put a price tag on something and try to sell it, it's hard to sort of quantify that skill set to a certain degree. Sure. And so for me, I have found that at least in creating the universe of love wellness is something that really came easily to me and that I'm super passionate about because I'm passionate about, you know, what is behind every single product and why we're actually making it, right? And I think that when it comes to brands where you're making a tangible product, right? Like Glossier, for example, you know, like she really wanted to make a certain kind of makeup, right? And for me to serve my own wellness needs, I really wanted to make a certain type of product. So I just discovered that I was good at that. What? (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. We love discovering stuff about ourselves. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I have a skill. I'm good at this. Okay. Wow, I can do more than watch Netflix. (laughs) It's also that like, you know, also so good at that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, gotta pat yourself on the back. Yeah, I'm excellent (laughs) at that also. But it's also just that like everything that you do in your life on the journey of like what you're interested in leads to the next thing. So you wouldn't have been able to discover this element of your ability to bring stuff to reality if you hadn't spent the time prior to that being, let's call it an influencer. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) That part of it in particular is something that we sort of talk about. We talked about it in the office yesterday, actually. But, you know, I feel like at this point in time, if you are an influencer or a content creator, it is a respected job. People know that it's real. <laughs> it's really hard work. Yeah. And you literally live paycheck to paycheck and job to job. So there's so much stress that comes with being a creator, quote unquote. Yeah. But back in 2014, 2015, yes, there were some standout people on YouTube or on Instagram or whatever, but nobody back then really considered it to be an actual career path oh, it was or such choice. An eye roll. Such an eye roll. And so, you know, the message that I got from my community, right, whether it was as small or at large, was like, you have to figure out what you're going to do with your life. Like, you need to get a job. (laughs) You need to figure it out. And thankfully, not I'm so thankful that something really bad happened to me, but something happened to me that was so life-altering that I had to go out and find a solution. Yeah. Right? And the business was created out of that experience. And so if it wasn't this business, I'm sure it would be some other kind of business. Maybe it would be nail polish. I don't know. Well, <laughs> <But> like, because <laughs> I did create really a lot of beauty content on YouTube. You know that. what I mean? Like, so like, I like love makeup, not discounting that at all. But it was just messaged to me repeatedly that like, we don't take you seriously. So you need to do something so we can take you seriously. And so Interesting. now I'm finally doing something where I hope that people see what we're doing is really meaningful and real. I mean, just the scale of the business indicates that it is, you know, we're an eight-figure revenue business at this point. So it's growing so quickly, but it's like, I haven't really talked about this that much. Mm -hmm. I haven't done a ton of interviews about what I've been doing for the past four years. I've just been kind of doing it. Well, this is your unveiling. And sometimes, yeah. (laughs) Also, sometimes when things are in process as they have been in in growing something, sometimes it's like you're doing it. There's not really much room or space to talk about it when it's in motion. You kind of have to like get it to where it feels right. And then you can reflect on it and then speak to it in a confident place. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, I've had some fear or like discomfort around wanting to go out and, you know, do huge press tours and and do all this media about it because I felt like the brand wasn't big enough yet for people to really like take it seriously. And Mm -hmm. it's like, we've crossed these sort of milestones, I would say, where it's, you know, it's, it's an emerging brand now. Right. You know, and it's really exciting, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just kind of felt like I need to go like live this normal private life and like nobody cares and I'm just going to go do this. And it turns out that I'm wrong. Like people really do care, but it's because of like the mission and the message of the business is why they care. Hey guys. Hey. Quiz. (laughs) Quick quiz. Is this a pop quiz? (laughs) Pop quiz. Okay. What is the root to all health in your body? Your oral hygiene. Hell yes. Guys, we're talking about Quip. They're our favorite electronic toothbrush because it's sleek and it's simple and it looks like a regular toothbrush, but it does so much more. It does so much more. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean throughout your whole mouth. It also, you can't hold the brush too hard. Yeah. Which dentists always say you're not supposed to brush too hard, but when I wasn't using Quip, it won't work properly. Remember when you you saw my toothbrush and it was like all mashed down and you were like concerned issues that (laughs) you're working on? But no longer with Quip because what they do is they have a great program every three months, like clockwork, they'll send you a new brush head because that's what's dentist recommended. It's so cool. You get a brush head and a new battery comes straight to your door. You never have to think about it. The thing shows up, you know, it's time to reset. You're good to go. Setting yourself up for oral health convenience. And there's nothing that's more of a turn on than good oral hygiene. I just want to also add that Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. And they're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. And they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. Even our dentist loves it. Oh my God. And they have a kid's Quip. Oh, cute. cute. It's the same as the original one. Just teeny tiny. So kids can be inspired to brush better and more often. It's honestly really important to learn that when you're a child. So so friends, if you go over to getquip.com slash retrograde right now, you'll get your first refill for free. Sick. That's getquip. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash retrograde. And what do you get? Good habits. And your first refill for free. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, order a toothbrush. You get the first refill for free. You can try it out. Trust us. It is where it's at. Let's get back to this. Let's please. Banger of a show you kind of like came into culture at such a young age when that genre of reality TV was not even really defined yet. Correct, And to be thrust into that and kind of not having a roadmap as people have now, Mm -hmm. how has that affected you in your own growth and then moving into the business? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's just some of the things that we've already talked about, right? Like I didn't really have a roadmap and I just sort of expected to go figure out what to do with my life, right? And if you have some kind of platform now, it's not that challenging to create some kind of business, whether you do it yourself like I did or whether you have a team come in and build a product around you or whatever, just because from a straightforward marketing perspective, like if you have followers, you don't have to pay to acquire customers. (laughs) They just are there. Yeah. Mm. And so I guess... I just have figured it out along the way and truly working at the business every single day for the last four years and like 
being an actual member of the team that goes to work every day has probably been one of the best things that has happened to me in my life, just from like a consistency perspective and a sense of like having my feet on the ground and being like a grounded, like a real person. I don't know. It's just been an interesting experience. It's definitely different from people, like I said, that sort of like come into the spotlight now. Sure. It's, It's different. They know what to expect in a way. Yeah, there are roadmaps now. Yeah, there are models that you can and follow. More people are there. You know what I mean? Like with the advent of Instagram and with yes. the way that we intake content and information, everyone has that like pull the blinds back accessibility to them. Whereas, like, like she said, like when you were doing that, it was like very few shows had done that. Yeah, and from an age perspective, yeah. I'm 33. So, it, and I haven't been on television in 10 years. So it's not like I have this growing audience, right? You know what I mean? Which is different from a lot of people, you know, that came after us yeah. or coming out now or cashed in on that right away. Like, right, had yeah. you been, then you'd be like, I'm going to go on Instagram now, and then I'm, you know, just turn it around like so fast. Yeah. So and you're like, no, I have to go live a life. I will yeah. say, Laguna Beach holds up. <laughs> it's a fun rewatch. It's a fun rewatch. Um, I want to kind of get back into what's going on now in this world of, I'm using air quotes, wellness. Backwards, by the wellness. Way. Well, using backwards, backwards air, quotes. air quotes. That seems fitting. It feels really saturated. Mm-hmm. How do you see your brand like being set apart from all of the other, like I, to me, and I'm saying this just like from a consumer standpoint, there feels like there's so much noise yeah. and so many promises and solutions. And sometimes it's like, we find them to be unfounded once we like dig deeper. So like for you, how does love wellness, you know, hold strong in the space? Yeah. I think, you know, for us, it really is centered in our mission of what we're trying to do, right? We make clean personal care products with natural formulations that work really well for women. We have I think 8,000 customer reviews that are 93% four and five star. So like our products work, you know, everything is doctor formulated and created by food scientists. And so we really care about what we're putting in people's bodies, but there's an educational component to what we do that differentiates who we are in market. We have a community forum on our website. We have the love club. We have content that's put out every day that's written by our wellness advisors who are experts in all of their fields. And so we're doing more than just selling you a product. I think that we are really trying to create a shift in the cultural paradigm when it comes to women's wellness. And because we were one of the first companies to stand up and say, hey, I'm making women's personal care products that are different and innovative, we definitely have a leg up on most brands because we were just there first. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so a lot of it is just has been luck from a timing perspective. But I think that like, it's really in the details for us. We really care about our formulations. We really care about our packaging. We really care about our customers. Like our customer stories are the lifeblood of our brand. And people buy our products because you can go and read all of these amazing reviews. And women are leaving these like three and four and five paragraph stories about not just their experience with the product, but their experience with the brand. And that like, we sort of live in this space where we are body positive, but we're not like big ovary energy, you know? Like, 
big over energy. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, there's there's a, there's some old school personal care products that are really leaning heavily into that type of messaging and marketing, which is like, as a woman, like, fuck, I don't want big ovary energy. I just want to feel normal. I'm obsessed with that phrase. Yeah, that's Co-opting that from you. <laughs> BOE, baby. Yeah. And I love wellness. Like, we just want to feel normal. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. We just want to feel good. And a lot of times, like, that is just like a scam. Like, yeah. the marketing of it that. Feels, to fuel it feels your like identity it also. is one thing, but then what's behind it? Yeah, like and 100% that's why I love well. that you have this in like CVS and bigger place places, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. more yeah. mainstream <laughs> placement because like it is competing with the brands that are leading with the marketing over the product. Yeah, for sure. Well, our new tagline this year in 2020 is love yourself well. And if you think about it, there's so many ways to approach that, right? It's to love yourself with kindness. It's to love yourself back to a place of health so you can interpret it however you want to, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that we are one of the only brands that is approaching how you take care of your body in that way, which is just kind. I think about competitors in different companies and you know, everybody has a different perspective and a different message. And ours really is is one of kindness and education and knowledge. And that's how you become empowered, right? If I give you the information you need to take care of your body in the appropriate way, then you're empowered to go buy products that help you feel well, right? Sure. Whether they're love wellness or not, like I'm educating you and, and you can go out and spend your hard-earned money in whatever way you want. You right. know what I mean? Guys, we're taking a quick pause to say hello to a partner that we love dearly. We are talking about Sakara Life, y'all. Sakara is here to help you be your healthiest self and help you with a new routine. They can help you eat better and to feel better. Another set of founders who we've had on the show. That is so true. Wow. wow. Guys, if you aren't familiar, Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. They have organic, ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-based ingredients that are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin a-glowing. And I think one of the most important things about Saqqara and that really sets them apart from the pack is that the menu is made up of creative, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that change weekly. You never get bored, and they're delivered fresh anywhere in the United States. To me, that is so impressive because knowing what we know about Whitney and Danielle and how much they bootstrapped the business. Started delivering it on bikes in New York City. From like their kitchen in their tiny apartment. Started from bikes. And now we're nationwide. (laughs) And I don't think they're riding those bikes to deliver it. So it's just so cool. And they've maintained their integrity and they've grown the brand so much from that place. And so we're just so excited to share them with you. They also have daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas that support the nutrition. I know Elizabeth and I really love the beauty water. And I love the teas too. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So right now, Saqqara is offering That's So Retrograde listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash retrograde. And you can also customize. You don't have to order breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I know for a while you were doing like just lunches. Yeah, I and, like doing the lunches. It yeah. really helps me stay on track. It's just great. You just are getting clean, delicious, good for you food with intention. Yeah. Love it so much. Same. So again, that's sakara.com slash retrograde. That's S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash retrograde. Enter the code retrograde and you'll get 20% off your first order. Enjoy. And we love hearing from everyone when they get the meals. They're like, finally did it. And they're so excited. So tag us on Instagram and we'll we'll repost you in your Sakara life. Now back to the show. You know, you go to the 
area of the drugstore and you're looking at everything yeah. and you have no idea. And most people end up taking so many things that aren't correct for them or yeah. aren't metabolizing for them. I'll read you one of our... Well, this one, so this is mood pills, right? So this is a product that like helps manage stress and anxiety. So it's vitamin B6 and it's GABA. It's organic chastberry fruit powder. It's wild yam root powder, L-theanine, organic St. John's root and organic ginkgo leaf powder. So like that- Sounds great. That is a good example of our ingredient profile across our entire line of products. Mm -hmm. You know, we're using organic herbs and things that people have relied on for thousands of years to feel better. Mm -hmm. And- and, you know, there's a tons of science and data to back this stuff up. We just live in a Western society where you go to the doctor and you get a prescription and that's how you feel better. Yeah. And so I think that's also what we do differently is we just try to change your perspective on what you can do to take care of these low-grade chronic issues, right? Yeah. Like stress, like bloating, like yeast infections, like whatever it might be, we Three sort of have a product for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how we're different from like Ritual, like Ritual makes daily vitamins. We don't currently make a daily vitamin. We make issue-specific products that go out that solve something that you're dealing with in the moment. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do a B vitamin drop? I don't know. Like a B vitamin drop specifically? Like a complex for to address. For like, those who don't methylate. Yeah, for them. For all for of our things. <laughs> I don't know. I continue exactly. to stab myself with my B12 shots. You do? So I don't know. Maybe down the line. Do you do that every day? No, no, no. Not every day. Like every couple of weeks. Yeah. I stopped because I was like so overshooting myself up that I just get a drip now once a month. Remember but, when ah! you, so one time. I used to have them, yeah. Steph used to get a prescription for them and she yeah. gave me. I would like give them to people. She gave oh, me. Oh yeah, people want those. One, yeah, for sure. Like crack. And um, <laughs> it was just like early days of Instagram. Yeah. It was like years when, ago. It was like when Hipstamatic was still the way that you took pictures and, to post it. Oh, she, yeah, I remember. She did. <laughs> she posted a picture of you putting it into my butt, but it was just like the side profile. Oh. I got a call from my dad and he was like, <laughs> what Elizabeth? are you doing? He's like, why is Stephanie injecting something into your ass on the internet? <laughs> and he was like so mad. I hadn't heard dad, that it's tone medicine. <laughs> since I was literally 15 it's years old. B. It's vitamin B, but make and it sexy. Like, please, yeah. please ask her to take that down. I was so mad. I was like, no man will tell me what to do, even if it's your dad. That was the last time I got in trouble. <laughs> That's so funny. And then I reposted that picture this year. So funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. Sorry, Brian. So for you within the range, I'm sure you've tried and tested everything yeah. that would make sense. But what are some hero standouts for you in sure. your daily routine? So I love Good Girl Probiotics. This is one of the first products that we brought to market. So it's a product that's formulated specific to support women's health and wellness. Right. So it supports like the vaginal tract, the urinary tract. So if you are a lady that needs help in that area because of some kind of bacterial imbalance, this is a product that is definitely for you. And it's something that a lot of our customers take every day. It's definitely one of our like cult classic products. Cool. And a lot of people don't realize that there's different probiotics for different body systems. Yeah. But that's a real thing. Like you can take probiotics for skin and acne now. We don't make a product like that, but they exist, right? Mm -hmm. One of my other favorites is Sparkle Fiber. This is one of our newest launches. So fiber is so important. 50% of American women don't get enough fiber in their diets every day. And like, yes, you can like go to the store and like buy all the fruits and vegetables and like be dedicated about wanting to eat them, but then they eventually go bad. (laughs) 
on your counter. And so fiber essentially acts like a broom as it sweeps through your body. And I'm a huge fan of fiber because it helps with bloating, which has always been a huge problem for me. And it helps with just sort of like healthy weight management. If you have more fiber in your diet, you just feel full for longer. Mm -hmm. And so we were really excited to sort of reinvent fiber. It's in this like fun, sparkly packaging. It has, again, an amazing ingredient profile and it doesn't have as much fiber in it as like Benefiber. Like one serving of that has like 10 grams of fiber in it. And so that's why when you take that stuff, you like feel terrible. It's like really hard to digest. So ours is like a more mild approach to increasing fiber in your diet. And fiber is actually amazing for your skin also because it draws toxins out of the body. I like to imagine that the contents of these pills are exactly like the packaging. (laughs) Is it sparkly? I know. People literally are like, are they glittery? Yeah, they're not. You're like, we're not there in the R&D quite yet. I know. We'll get there. That would be complicated. Um, And then I have two other favorites. Bye Bye Bloat is my favorite. Like this is a product that I made for myself. Mm. I was like, I want something that's going to help me not be bloated. And this is one of our best-selling products. Editors love it. We get like the most press on this product, but it's because it actually works. I think the label says take two, but I take four. Okay. (laughs) I take like gobs of them at a time and they really help with just water weight and with digestive bloating issues. And then our true like hero product is called The Killer. It's a vaginal suppository that's made from boric acid. So OBGYNs have been prescribed boric acid for different types of infections for decades. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you can essentially access over the counter. And so we decided to bring that product to market a couple of years ago as one of our very first products. And it is consistently one of our best sellers because, oh my God, it just fucking works. Like throw out the monostat, replace it with this. So it it's is wild. Yeast issues and bacteria, like it, yeah, bacteria. it basically balances vaginal bacteria and pH. And so if you have issues with like yeast infections or with BV, this is like a fucking miracle product. Wow. It's crazy. Great. And you can like kind of like spot treat with it. It's insane. I don't know how many five-star reviews we have on that product, but it is like literally it will blow your mind. Wow. It's just a totally different approach to women's personal care. And it's like sort of the best kept secret. My doctor prescribed me boric acid suppositories probably like six or seven years ago now. And she was the one that was like, you know, nobody's like making these. (laughs) Because you used to have to just get it with a prescription. Because like you said, there was like was a whole shame. So much shame, right? And, you know, definitely encourage you to still go to your doctor if you're having any kind of problem. But if you're somebody that gets these issues chronically, you're able to sort of identify your symptoms, right? That's why you can go to the drugstore and buy these types of things over the counter, right? And so we are just presenting a single ingredient alternative to, you know, the old school drugstore brands that are full of chemicals that are expensive. You get 14 suppositories in a thing and you just like keep it in your medicine cabinet. It's amazing. Like literally women will come to me on the street and be like, thank you for inventing that product. Like it literally changed my life. Wow. I'm like, yeah, girl, cool. (laughs) So it's awesome. So those are some of my standouts for sure. The killer sparkle fiber, bye-bye and good girl. I think it's so incredible and so indicative of where we are now that not only are you guys available in the drugstore, Mm -hmm. something that's smart and an educated product but also that you're going to be in Alta. Yeah, so we already are in Alta. Alta, Yeah, so we're in almost every Ulta door now. Wow. 
You and Kylie. Yeah. God, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's shocking. Um, We launched in Ulta in July of 2019, and they were our first major retail partner. You know, we're in some other retailers, Urban Outfitters, Ron Revolve, and things like that. But Ulta, for us, kind of is like one of the holy grails, right? Oh, yeah. And... The fact that they came to us so early and they really wanted to support our initiative was so exciting. And we're one of their only women's personal care brands in the store and one of the only vitamin brands that you can find in the store. But it's just really exciting to have such a meaningful partnership with them. We've been really successful there from day one. Dream. I get (laughs) in a lot of trouble in that store. It's like I walk in just to browse and then it's like Well, what I love about (laughs) it is that you can buy high and low at Ulta. Mm -hmm. You can go get like a razor to shave your legs and then you can also get like benefit cosmetics and mm-hmm. it's totally right. across the board it's such a cool store you know it's a lot of fun you can get your hair done in some of the Ulta All locations the oh yeah the, I go to the one that's <laughs> by the Target and that combo the yeah. one that lasts La Brea in yeah. Santa Monica. It's like mm-hmm. a real Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous zone. I think it's really inspiring to hear you talking about the way that you sort of like bootstrapped the business sure. and then were able to just really expand. Yeah. And it sounds like you really took your time, but we're also like not wasting time. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people that listen to our show that are not the exact same thing. Yeah, but starting a business. Start a business. Yeah. I would love to hear, you know, advice or yeah, things Yeah, totally. Things to avoid. I would say the first thing, do the economics actually work, mm-hmm. right? When you go and get your cost of goods and then you determine how much it costs to acquire a customer and like what their lifetime value is, are you actually making money at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? That's really important. So if your economics don't work out, then don't do that business in the first place, right? And that's something really easy that somebody who's good at finance or a CPA can model out for you, right? Anybody they can like build a financial model can help you just sort of like build this model out and you can guess, right? You're like, I think my numbers are going to be this, this, and this, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you feel good about that from a first place, that's a great jumping off point, right? And we live in this day and age where business has really been democratized to a certain degree. You can go get a Shopify website for like $14 Mm -hmm. and build it yourself and literally have a website in an hour. And when I started Love Wellness, that's what I did. I literally went and I built a Shopify website by myself in my living room and like took photos and just put it on the internet. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you have an idea and if you have a product and if you have some sense of marketing, you can kind of sell anything, to be honest with you. The Facebook algorithm at this point works where if you can put in some kind of budget, it will find an audience of people that have a similar interest in the product that you're selling and you can start to push some sales. And so, I mean... Not every business, right? That's like a huge statement for for me to make, right? It has to be a product that people are actually interested in. Mm -hmm. But if you come up with an idea that is a, you know, good enough idea, you have enough of a budget from the very beginning to start marketing, even on a micro level, you can see if there's traction and you can see then if the business is really viable. And then you can consider, okay, should I go raise a little bit of money from friends and family? Like, then can I grow the business further? And then can I go raise a seed round? Like you just kind of have to take it slow and be willing to put in the time and effort and energy and learn the lessons. Because if you don't, you're going to make mistakes and mistakes are inevitable, right? And mistakes only help you get further in the long run unless they put you out of business. (laughs) You don't want to make mistakes like that. And it happens to a lot of people. Yeah. But I would just say like, take it slow and like, don't be in a hurry, right? Yeah. Like, 
every retailer has knocked on my door and been like, can we please carry love wellness? And we're just like, not right now, not yet. And you have to be willing to be patient to like let the business take on a life of its own, mm -hmm. right? And to get consumer feedback and to understand like what you're actually doing, right? And if you make small tweaks, they can make a world of difference in one way or another. For us personally, mm -hmm. our wellness routines are they are constantly again, evolving. Yeah. And what are you into at the moment? I'm into super minimal skincare. Oh my God, same. Yep. I really, Sisters. I really, I really pulled back. I used to be like 19 serums and now I use like two or three products every day and that's Me too. it. People just throw stuff against the wall and I have stopped throwing stuff against the wall. Yeah. I'm like really listening to my body and the way that my body reacts to certain things and just being like, okay, that's cool. I'm just going to keep doing that mm -hmm. instead of like forcing myself into a fitness class that I don't want to take or a diet that I don't want to be on or whatever it might be or using 18 Korean skin serums. Like, I don't want to do that because it wasn't actually doing anything for me. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I know I've been this eating white rice with butter a lot and like traditional Delicious. medicine would tell me that like that's incorrect. But like, it's just my body is so happy when I eat it. Well, like your body wants carbohydrates. Yeah. It's like my favorite food. I'm like, take that <laughs> nutritionist or, you know, brown rice, olive oil. Like that upsets my stomach more. So it's Okay, just, fine. Exactly. So brown rice and olive butter oil upsets is. your stomach. Look, I use ghee, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lo, thank healthy. you so much. We're so excited to see Love Wellness on the shelves. And it's been really cool to track the growth of this amazing brand. Thank Is it you. cool if I text you later and let you know yeah, about well, my poop? Yes. <laughs> After the fiber. Yes. Take some of those like today. Yeah. I'm I would say to. you just got off there, Emily. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday. So the package says like start with one. But like if you really need results fast, you can take three. Because I flew and I had beef jerky on the plane. Okay. You can take three and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you too. Bye. Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Really, you just sounded like Annie the musical. I know. I'm auditioning. <laughs> hey, I'm like, all of them are taller than me. So we can make it happen. Seven-year-olds in Broadway? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I have a rose. Should I go first? Yeah, please. So I'm doing this new thing where I'm trying to go on more like inside of LA adventures and like out-of-the-box experiences yes. that I would never normally go to just to like reignite my creative spirit and be inspired and maybe run into some friends or do something besides like laying in my bed or like, you know, yeah. trying to troll for dick. Just enrich myself. Yeah. And maybe there'll be a dick there. Um, <laughs> Bonus points. <laughs> Bonus points if where you go, there's hot guys. I went to Rupi Kaur's, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Kaur, Kaur, I think it's Kaur. I think she said that. I went to her poetry reading last night at the Orpheum Theater downtown and it was so amazing. I feel like there was probably a lot of our listeners that were there. Haley, remember from No Name? Yeah. She produced the show. Oh, cool. And so she was there and it was really cool. Thank you for inviting me. And poetry readings, live spoken words, so sensual and creative and like interesting. And I was just like, wow. Rose. Like what a cool thing to do. What a cool expansive experience. And I feel like Maybe she's going to sell it to Netflix so everybody will see it. So that was my rose. Ruby Core. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'll start with my worst for first. Thorn uh -huh. did a bunch of 
lab tests through Parsley, as oh, we've talked about. Correct. I'm operating at the lowest possible vitamin D deficiency one could have. Oh. Which is easily uh, I've had that before. repairable. Yeah. Totally normal. I think most people, unless they're working outside all of the time. Yeah in America have a vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. But the thorn is really the stem because maybe that is why I've been experiencing low-level sleepiness all the time. A hundred percent. When I had my D deficiency, I was like in a depression. Yeah. So get your levels checked, guys. This is what I'm always saying. What's my number one thing to everyone when they ask for what's the first thing to do? Poop tests. And blood tests. You got to know where your vitamins are at. through my insurance— $40 $40 copay to make it all happen. Great. So, and then so what? Are you just going to be on like a heroic dose of D vitamins? Yes. And it's a tincture. You oh, know, perfect. I love a tincture. Yeah, that's great. So great. And then my rose, this came up. We did a fun little article with Chalkboard Mag that mm-hmm. came out last week. Mm-hmm. And so my rose is something I mentioned in the article of they asked like, what's your favorite wellness thing right now or discovery or something you're doing to make you feel better? I don't really remember how it was framed, but... My answer was refraining from alcohol. Okay. And I'm now at, with the exception of one evening of sake in New York, I'm now at about 60 days. Mm-hmm. Who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly me. It really wasn't like this firm sobriety decision, nor was it this like sober curious decision. It really came from a place of just the general law of if you take something out, then it makes room for something else. Mm -hmm. So just playing around with that. And obviously alcohol is something, even if one doesn't have a dependency on it or, you know, thinks they need it to be social or to go out, it still affects our overall well-being. Well, I've been experiencing the same thing, but just on like not the full restraint level, but like I haven't been having more than one drink wherever I've gone since the beginning of 2020 besides that sake. And, oh, and then I did. That one sake. I did have some sake this weekend at at sushi. But aside from that, it's just been like a glass of wine or whatever. And it's really about realizing that you don't have to do excess to enjoy yourself. And the low-level hangover that you experience is like so weirdly insidious. But I'm just like, I want to have pasta and wine. Of course. That's my only thing. And it was interesting because even— with that one night that we drank, yeah, I did have this like weird emotional hang up about it afterwards. Right. And that was really interesting because I felt like I had just like undone all of, not that it felt like work, but you know, I had kind of made a promise to myself and then I just was like, I want to play around with it and see how it can feel. And so I wanted to reframe that more of like, it was an experiment to see how I felt afterwards. And I actually felt fine. Yeah. It's just been interesting to reframe. And I've taken breaks from alcohol before. And this feels different in some capacity, and I'm not really sure. But I also think that, like, you know, as I said, with, like, the sober curiosity movement, which is really cool, I just don't want to identify with anything with it. Like, it's not sober curiosity. It's not being sober in general. It's just, like, playing around with how I can feel my best. And for me— removing alcohol has really helped that. I just find that if I drink less, I feel better. And that's kind of all that matters. It. Yeah. And it's interesting to be like, 
I'm at a party. I'm going to have a drink and that's it. And then you start to see everyone else get really drunk and you're like, oh, like the one just to kind of kick it off was good. And then my continuation of drinking sparkling water is like completely fine. Like, I don't know. I'm not at that point in my life. I don't think you are either where you need like social lubrication because like all of your friends are already your friends. You can be yourself. Like you already have a boyfriend. Like all the reasons where I saw myself wanting to like drink to feel more comfortable. I notice as I get older, the more I drink, the more uncomfortable I feel because the more afraid I am that I'm going to be like drunk and embarrassing and like loud and say something. And I'm just like, none of those things are of interest to me at this point. Right. Yeah. You no, know? It's funny you say like the one drink at the beginning of the party. I would always do one drink at the end. Okay. Just a different. That's interesting. A different like wind down. That's cool. And then also, I kind of like that because you're more like riding the wave of like, okay, what does this feel like without drinking? And then it's all about kind of modulating how you feel yeah. in the moment and then deciding. But I think a lot of people are on this train because I was talking to two different friends over the weekend who were like, you know, I'm kind of on this tip where I'm like not drinking that much. I'm like, me too, Elizabeth too. Like everyone I feel like is just, yeah, it's just it, not that cute. It really comes down for to me. <laughs> and you hit the nail on the head of just like wanting to feel so good and not to be like too bleak, but on like a full superficial level, like, Alcohol is the number one thing that like ages us. Makes our me, entire system. It makes me gain so much weight. Weight in my face, skin, like like low, weird water weight causes wrinkles. Like all of that stuff. Like if you just look at it on a surface level, then I'm like not trying to get involved. I'm also I get hungover if I'm up late, like with nothing out. Like I was completely sober, but up until like four in the morning on Friday, and I woke up and felt like I'd had nine drinks. But it was just because I had interrupted my circadian rhythm. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, my circadian <laughs> rhythm is off. I can't today. Like, but yeah, no. So I don't really have like anything to say that's too deep on the matter other than just that's where I'm at. And I felt the need to share because a few people had messaged me that had read that and they were like, cool, same. So like, cool, same. Yeah, I like it. I think it's great. Yeah. Less is good. more was my Less answer to chalkboard. And I feel like they work together. Yes, absolutely. But it also, then we keep on from this, when I do want to have a drink with the mentality of like, I'm not drinking. Right. I'm having a drink. Yeah. Different. And then I really like choose something that I know I'm going to want to like enjoy for Indulgent. the time being. But I went to a happy hour with two of our guy friends last week and Benji was like, you're taking so long. Why do you have to try every wine? And I was like, first of all, I don't give a fuck how long I'm taking. There's literally nobody else here. And because I want to drink something that is good. I just want to, like, throw something back for no reason. Like, right. Because I want to make a good choice. He's like, you're so high maintenance, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, sorry for so you and your it. warm whiskey cocktail, <laughs> <laughs> you alcoholic. <laughs> just kidding. I love him. Okay, let's move on to our listener question. Yes. We haven't done an Ask Falcon lady baby moment in a while. An Ask Falcon with a lady baby weigh-in. Yeah, and so I love it because— This is back to—so I feel like we're really stretching this one out because— well, I knew this was going to happen on the way over here. I was like, I feel like we should talk more about the Lauren Zander yeah, stuff. Yeah, so two episodes ago, Lauren Zander talked about the FaceTiming when getting in the dating game and to save time, really understand, like, if it's a vibe or not without having to, like, meet Leave your house. Out. Leave your house, exactly. So it's like, we got a lot of put comments on some about mascara this. and a tank top. <laughs> sit in your underwear You're and have a go. conversation. And then we talked about this last week how we had a lot of people kind of feeling a little uncomfortable with that. They were like, it was like a 50-50 split on whether this was a good call or not. Right. So then cut to this question. Okay. So the question is, 
I'm taking your advice from your episode with that dope love coach, Snaps. Oh, I learned about Snaps at the poetry reading. If you like something, you snap. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Classic poetry. <laughs> <big> poetry energy. <laughs> <laughs> your advice with that dope love coach where she suggests FaceTiming people you meet on dating apps before going on a first date with them. My virtual date is coming up on Sunday. First of all, good for you for scheduling it. And I have no clue how to execute. Can you give me tips? What do we do? What do we talk about? I feel like I'm not going to know when or how to cut it off because it sort of just seems like a virtual first date, but I feel like it should just be a 15-minute combo. Like, when do we stop talking? <laughs> how do you provide feedback in a non-weird, creepy, awk way afterwards if A, you don't want to meet IRL or even B, if you do? Do you do it live or via text after you hang up? Ha ha, please help me. I'm so awkward. <laughs> this is so funny. I love you so much, I MBZ. I think the first thing is to like, like open it up being like, this is so awkward. Like call it out. Yeah. And then it like will just kind of level the playing field a little. I mean, and the fact that he agreed to it, I think is already like a good sign. I think that shows that someone is like open and willing to follow your lead. Yeah. So as someone who is very pro FaceTime. Yeah, pro FaceTime. How would you start it off, Steph? My advice would be to just treat it like it's like a friend. Yeah. And try to be as you and normal as possible. And I mean, what do you want to know about this person? Like, here's the thing. No matter what, your first time talking to someone is going to be a little awkward. So if you just like accept that and still do it and ask the questions, the more that you kind of talk and connect, the less awkward that you're going to feel. But you just have to accept that like the first question of like, so where are you from? Is going to be like, I don't even know. Like maybe weird. not even start on where are you from? Like, where are you right now? Right. What'd you do today? Right. Like those, like ground it in the moment. Right. Maybe it's like, I'm pouring myself a cocktail. Is that right. okay? Or I'm throwing my, <laughs> pouring myself a cup of coffee. Yeah. So it's like we're on a coffee date, LOL. Yeah. Or something That's like that. Cute. Like yeah. kind of just acknowledging that it's a little awkward and you can even be like, my friend told me that this is what I should start doing. So I'm doing it. Yeah. And so then you're completely separating it from having it be your own thing. And then you'd be like, have you ever done this before? And he's like, all the time. And then you're like, cool. Or if he's like, nope, be like, cool. We're losing each other's virginity together. Something like that. I think Cute. like keeping it really light and acknowledging that you feel awkward is the best mode of attack. That's what I mean. Like you're, it's just both people are going to feel the same way. Like, and that's the other thing is that we tend to give our power away and thinking that like, if we feel weird, then it's just us. And then it becomes this like big thing in our head when it's like, Every guy that I've ever talked to before they go on a first date, they feel the exact same way. Totally. Maybe even more so because we're generally like the better conversationalists just because, yep. you know, we're smarter and we have more brain cells and are like more dynamic as like individuals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, you're not going to be talking to someone who's like super confident and feels like. Right. I don't, I think uh, to your point, everyone is kind of like coming at it like who knows what what's the fuck we're doing. happening. But then how would you close it off? Well, I can't say because I don't know what. I think there's like, okay, so. A slip of the nip. There's an A and a B here. So <laughs> like if you want to close it off and not see them again, it's like, oh, you know what? I have a thing. I gotta go. Thanks so much for your time. What's that, mom? What? <laughs> Sorry, my mom's calling me. <laughs> and then if you are into it and be like, this was so fun. Maybe we can hang out another time. What do you think? Or you can just be like, this was cool. I don't think we're a match later or. See, there you go. Honesty. Honesty. Or like, okay, like I feel that we should meet. What do you think? 
put yourself out there. I mean, you don't know this fucking person. They have no power over you whatsoever. So the more real you can be, the better you will bode in the future of your dating experience. That's well said. Because, like, why are you holding back? Mm-hmm. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a stranger who could be a, a great person yeah. or could be a horrible person. If anything, I think just in general, it's like an exercise yeah. of communication. Yep. And if you're able to just look at it purely in those terms— and not look at it, like not put too much weight on it. I think that's the best way to go about it. No, I have a good advice. You should write down a script and in the script, write all of your hopes and dreams to your husband, your future children, what your wedding will look like when you plan to retire and then just read from <laughs> that paper. So here's my hopes and dreams. Explain to him how much money he needs to be making to make you happy. That's great Give advice. him a parameter for how big his, or small his penis must be to make you happy. Pretty much just like put everything out there. Be as scary as possible. <laughs> and then if he's like into it, then you know that he's either also a psychopath or your husband. You're joking though, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry, you had me going for a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Make a list of all your children's, your future children's names. <laughs> yeah, just signs. start with like ideal names of how many kids you want. I'm going to have three boys. They're all going to be Sagittarius's. <laughs> that's hilarious. So hopefully that's helpful. I think honestly, just try to have fun is the real advice. Like don't take it too seriously. There's nothing at stake. It's just an experiment. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Nobody really actually knows what they want or what they need. So be yourself, have fun, and maybe you'll make a cool connection. There you go. That's it. Hopefully you guys had fun today, were yourselves while listening, and made a cool connection. Yes. I mean, best case scenario for every day. Best case scenario, for sure. So thanks so much to Lo for joining us. We're going to be doing a giveaway of some love wellness goodies. We got to try some of the products. I'm really, really into the fiber. Me too. I've been taking the fiber and the Bye Bye Bloat and the probiotic actually. And got to say, feeling good. Things are moving. So over on So Retrograde on Instagram, we're going to be doing a really fun giveaway of some love wellness products. So be sure to check us out there. We have some really fun announcements coming up Mm -hmm. in the coming weeks. Mm -hmm. Some surprises, some good stuff in the works. So stick with us and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Namaste listening. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.